Good evening, my friends. It has been a long time. The first sip with Draft for Upside is back at you. Myself, Johnny Danger, with me, of course, Brewery Mark, and our good friend, Chris Emmerich. We are uh, brought to you today on the Sports Empire Network. Brand new partnership started today, uh, and uh, we're happy to have it. And uh, how are you guys doing? Awesome, man. I'm, I, I'm so excited. I haven't been podcasting and yeah, it feels like two years, but I know it's only been like eight months, but still. And uh, Chris, hey, I mean, you're I, I've small, been on, man. You're looking. I've been small. on like, I've been on like every other like every day, four days a week for the last like, I don't know, year. Or so uh, I just took a break, and I was off last week or maybe two weeks at this point. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back here and talk about this. So a little bit different for me. We are, you know, I was always running the two, three, four with you guys, and. Uh, then I got used to running the one and now I'm switching positions. I'm back where I'm at. So, uh, you know, Hey, look, uh, I, I cracked open a, uh, a special beer for the night and, uh, yeah, you know, looking swollen. It's not, it's not tank top Tuesday. It's not tank top Thursday. Uh, you know, got a couple songs for those, but it's a Wednesday. Why not wear a tank top? Who knows? Uh, I dig it, man. I'm just happy that football season is coming back. We had a little fun with golf. I know Mark has been uh, doing some golf articles out there. And um, how many days till hockey, Mark? Uh, 30, 30 days till preseason. <laughs> That's not what we're here for today, buddy. We're here for football and beers. I got a little, uh, I'm being a little homer today. I got the uh, the Old Nation Shandy with the Old Nation sweatshirt, the Old Nation hat. Just, just repping the company today. So what you got, Mark? Uh, nothing fancy. I got me some Founders Unraveled. It's just Hope. a classic IPA. I love it. Breaking news, my friends. Uh, there is an Adam White sighting in the building. Oh, my God. Hi, gentlemen. Look at that guy. I didn't know you still existed. Right here in the flush. <laughs> Absolutely what? love it. Well, welcome to the show, Adam. Uh, you look like you're still at work, so you might not have a beer in your hand for first sip. I don't yet. Drink yeah. It. In the H2O. That's fine. You got to keep your pH balanced. It's very important. Absolutely important. Um, so, hey, guys. Um, well, look, dude. I didn't like, get to tell Chris, you what what's Chris got. Yeah. I've got an Imperial Stout. It's called Sleeping Forever Apple Brandy Edition. It's aged 16 months in Layered's Apple Brandy uh, barrels. This is um, out of the Vale down in like uh, the Richmond, uh, Norfolk area of Virginia. Man, that's. Can, can you taste the apple? Yeah. There was like three or four different variants that I had. And uh, I can't say that I remember them all, but uh, this one's, this one's pretty nice. It's a, you know, it's a smaller bottle. We're not going to do a super long show. Right. So I don't need no, like you a can ton do of stuff. I got to wake up early tomorrow. I'll <laughs> drive. All, that good stuff. 
Uh, well, you know, we're going to get into fantasy football talk a little bit as uh, we get closer to the season. Um, obviously, this is going to be a regular Wednesday night, 9 p.m. right here on all of our channels. We're broadcasting on the iLogic Media Network. We're broadcasting from Draft for Upside. We're broadcasting from the Fantasy Football Blueprint site. We're broadcasting from the Sports Empire Network. Man, we got a lot of fun. We got a lot of partners coming up. And uh, Mark, Draft for Upside has started a Patreon we have so what we're doing this year which is something new for us is a private discord so if you head over to our patreon site link is on the page it's patreon.com draft for upside the four is the number four uh just 12 bucks a month we're going to give you the we're going to give it to you free till october 1st you get access to all of us on a private discord and a couple of newsletters throughout the week. You know, we'll throw some waiver wire stuff out there. And when hockey starts, you'll start getting my NHL cheat sheets. Love it. And Adam might drop some golf knowledge if we can uh, uh, get him to do so. Of course, the season ends like this weekend. But, you know, hey, come on over to patreon.com slash draft for upside and get that free membership till October 1st. Let us help you with your seasonal teams, your start sits Sunday mornings. We're here for you guys. We'll do it. We'll get it done. Um, but for now, this is what we're going to do, guys. I thought maybe we would start with the NFC North. I don't know if anybody knows this. We're all Michigan people. Of course, uh, Emmerich lives over by Washington, D.C. now, but he's a former Michigan man. And Mark has been like just chomping at the bit to talk to me about the Lions. Oh, goodness, goodness. So let's talk about uh, Vegas win-loss props. How about we start there? Uh, Detroit Lions win-loss props at six and a half. I got to tell you, I've already made a few bets on the under. Oh God, no! You gotta take the over. They have the weakest schedule in the NA, in the NFL. That's why they're gonna fail, man. Nah, <laughs> shit, man. They'll get yeah. that seventh win. I, I think, like, I mean, optimistically, like in the in the the best of situations, I think yeah, I could see the Lions getting somewhere between. And I know you're gonna find this number crazy, but like nine to ten, like if everything fell in the right, you know, in the right spot. I can just as easily see them winning three or four games, but I think that they fall probably more in that seven to eight range. I, I kind of like the out over here. Um, maybe it's hard knocks. Maybe it's just, uh, you know, hometown optimism. Uh, feels like we have this all the time, but I don't know. Like this team seems dialed in. They have the right attitude. They're still a little light on talent, but last year, I mean, they, they were close in a lot of games and I don't think they had any talent last year. Uh, this year, I, I expect a, a huge uptick, uh, continuity in the team. I like them for about seven or eight wins. I mean, you're right. Look, the, the Bears are awful. Uh, Green Bay lost arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Um, Minnesota's Minnesota. They're, they're going to be exactly the same as last year. Could I see them sweeping Chicago? Yes. Splitting at least with Green Bay? Sure. Splitting with Minnesota? Okay. Um, and then the rest of their, their schedule is pretty soft, but could I also see them lose almost all those games? I mean, let's, let's face it, man. I mean, yeah, we're excited a little bit, right? Got a little, got a little action going on last year. They were the worst in the NFL and missed tackles on the defensive side. They were the worst in the NFL for first down passes on third and long. They can't make it happen when they need to on the offense. They can't make a stop on the defense. Is it really going to be that different this year? Yeah, man, we got we got Aiden Hutchinson, we got Rodrigo. Come on, we're gonna yeah, work. Not, yeah, not to mention that they have such a weak schedule outside of it, right? Yeah, it's true. Like you're talking Giants, Jets, Jags, Dolphins, uh, Seahawks, Commanders, 
I think that game one against the Eagles is, is, is winnable. I mean, I think the Eagles will be all right, but like, there's just a lot of weak teams that they're going to play. And I think that they can pull off a couple wins. So like you said, danger, like, are those things going to change? Yeah. Like they have to, like, you can't be the worst at something two years in a row. And I don't, you know, I just don't think that that's going to happen. I, I like this team to get that, get that improvement. I mean, they did well. bring in DJ Chark. You know how I like my tall wide receivers, Chris. I do. <laughs> Adam, how are you feeling about the Lions, buddy? You know, I think if the offensive line can uh, can allow a couple of our skill position players to shine, um, Amon Ra looked good last year. We've got a back who I think Swift is definitely like a, I don't know, NFL talent or running back. He can catch passes. I mean, he's an NFL talent running back in the four games he'll play. Yeah, I mean, we should be able to be dominant um, up front on offense if the whole line comes together, and it should. We got all the pieces. So, a lot of first-round talent. Um, they've been they've been together for a little while, and it's the same regime here too. So, let's hope that's the strength, and the defense can actually become mediocre instead of awful. Fair enough. All right, so you three are taking over six and a half. I take it. All three. No. All right. yeah. hey, do we do we have a link where we can like where this is like on Twitter? I, I see it on Facebook, but like um no, it's actually not broadcasting live on Twitter. So you you could um you could uh share one of the Facebook or YouTube links to your Twitter. That would be great. Thank oh, you. YouTube links, okay. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, the uh the draft for upside Twitter game, none of us are Twitter people, so sadly it's not great. So if you could uh, link the YouTube, that'd be awesome. Appreciate that. Uh, anyways, let's keep moving on. Uh, let's talk about the Chicago Bears. They are also at 6.5 over under. Um, I mean, they're pretty bad. Could they be worse than last year? Could they actually be worse than last year? I think so. I'm taking the under on Chicago. Yeah. I, I see Chicago right around four or five wins. I don't, I don't see where they can cover that six and a half. Hmm. I mean, Justin Fields possibly could put it more together this year. Um, Mooney looked pretty good last year. Uh, Montgomery staying healthy has been a really solid, consistent back, you know, you know, number like 14, 15, just gets it done when he's healthy. I don't think they're going to be worse. I don't think they're going to be better. So I like them right at six, just like last year. Adam, what are you thinking about the bears? I just don't see what their calling card is. Their defense isn't anything special. It's a whole new it's a whole new regime, right? They got a new head coach that didn't draft Justin Fields. I know he probably couldn't have had a worse situation last year, but unless he steps up and becomes, you know, a top half of the league quarterback, I just don't see how they get past like five wins. Yeah, so not- and, I mean they had the worst coach in the NFL last year, so it's gotta be better, right? You would think on that front. You're one. Chris, what do you think of the Bears? Anything to even mention? I mean, and a fantasy wise, when you're drafting, are you are you interested in any of the players, even in best ball? No, I mean, look, I think this number is right on. Uh, this isn't one I would touch. Like I said, with the Lions, I kind of feel like they, uh, you know, exceed that total and they do it pretty comfortably or they have a lot of chances to get over it. Um, I think this is real close. I mean, I, I would probably just looking at their schedule put them between that five and seven, and that's just not going to give me enough value. Especially, look, if you're betting win totals. Like you're locking your money up for the entire year, so you better feel like these are, uh, you know, these are good bets, and hopefully that they pay off 
earlier than you know having to wait 18 weeks and so you have to look at that if the line's good and you think it's right on um you know you got to stay away from it i i you know i'm just going to lean with the the under here i'm going to put them right at six fair enough let's go up to minnesota um they're actually giving them a little bump they finished with eight wins last year the vegas has them at nine and a half over under here uh, i mean justin jefferson is an absolute freak uh, the, the guy's insane. I mean, I, I am ready to have the conversation that he could be the number one wide receiver in the league. I'm ready to have that. He's, he's unbelievable. Him and Chase are just so much fun to watch. Um, and you can't tell them apart, really. I mean, they, they came from LSU, both of them, right? And uh, they uh, play a similar game. And uh, it's amazing to watch them. Yeah, and you have Kirk Cousins is totally dialed in on them. Um, he's by far going to be the leading receiver there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would rank him my top one or two receiver in fantasy this year. Um, at what would you say the over under was on him? Nine and a half. But I, I could, it's really yeah, that, accurate. It's really accurate. It's nine yeah, or ten this is, is one that I probably wouldn't touch. I, I do think Minnesota, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I do think Minnesota is going to win the NFC North which probably means 10 wins, maybe 11 wins to win it. Um, so you could take the over, but, man, it's it's so close. I don't think I would touch that bet. I think that this is on a razor's edge, too. When you look at this, I mean, we've seen the inconsistency with Kirk Cousins. Um, uh, Kirk regularly doesn't perform in big spots. And, you know, presumably if this is the team that a lot of people uh, think that they are going to be, they're going to have more of those, you know, big spots later in the year. But they're like one or two injuries away. Like as good as Justin Jefferson is, Adam Thielen's 32. You know, like that's old for an NFL wide receiver. He's kind of lost a step and uh, that, that shit happens real quick. Like it's good one year, bad the next year. I don't think Naylor's uh, kind of the guy that's going to step in there and maybe not Osborne either. So, you know, what if Jefferson pulls a hammy? Like, what does that offense look like? What if Dalvin Cook goes down? What does that offense look like? I, I mean, I think that at their absolute best, this can be an 11 or 12, maybe even 13 or 14 win team. But we've just never seen it all click and never translate. And there's just absolutely nothing that I've seen that makes me think like, yeah, this is the year. Like they added this piece and everything's going to click. Like we know who these guys are. Um, I'm, I'm putting them at like nine or 10 wins. And uh, I look, I mean, I think the lions might win the division, but uh, you know, I just, <laughs> let's clip that. That's 14, 20, 14, 27 season premiere. Uh, you know, cookie, if you're watching, go ahead and clip that, put that in the, uh, yeah, the I think Shark Cove shark bites uh, folder. I think that's the uh, Dan Campbell and Hard Knocks effect there, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, know, are you telling me Kirk Cousins that much better than Jared Goff? Like, I mean, I, yes, I mean he, he yes. probably is, but like, okay, <laughs> all right, well, how many playoff wins does Kirk Cousins have? You know, let's just that's, ask, you're ask you're yourself. Absolutely, that. You're absolutely right there. <laughs> I am just, I'm not a Goff fan. I, I'd be so much higher on the Lions if they had another quarterback. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, we talked about Devin Cook briefly. Um, you know, he really has been a steady, solid running back until a couple of injury issues the last couple of years. Um, if he pulls together a healthy season, him and Madison really have that kind of Aaron Jones and um, uh, A.J. Dillon feel where they could really be out there splitting 50-50, keeping fresh. Jefferson's incredible. Kirk Cousins is boring, but man, does he finish at like quarterback nine every single year just consistently. 
Um, so fantasy wise, I still like this team. They're in a weak division. They're going to play a lot of high scoring games. Uh, Jefferson's a beast on third and long. I mean, just a beast. So, uh, yeah, I dig it. If Irv Smith stays healthy, he's he's a really nice threat out of the tight end. I Are they playing it. the East, too? Do they have the same weak-ass schedule as the Lions? Yeah, yeah, they all play the East. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they don't – I don't think they play, like – they're they're uh, they don't play the Jags, I don't think. So, their, their road schedule early is at Philly, at New Orleans, at Miami – at Washington, at Buffalo. That's all before November, the middle of November. That's pretty rough, but it's going to put up some points, I think. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that 10 so and a half, you know, that nine and a half, that, that you know, nine, 10 wins is is really close. So let's talk about Green Bay. Green Bay loses Devontae Adams. I've seen some arguments out of people online that it's better for their offense, that they won't funnel the ball to Adams, that they'll involve the running game more, that they'll do more things than throw the ball to Adams. But I argue you can't take like the single most productive wide receiver over the last like four or five years out of an offense and it'd be better. That's just silly talk, isn't it? I, I, I think so. I think it's silly talk. Um, I'm not, I don't, I don't like any of the receivers in green Bay. The only thing they have going for them is they got Aaron Rodgers throwing to them. Um, I, I can totally see this year. Green Bay just becoming a running team, and then Aaron Rodgers has to throw on three third and long all season long. So no. I kind of yeah, maybe maybe I have the hard knocks thing going on here, but I see Green Bay coming in third in the the division. It's possible it Minnesota, it's, Detroit, Green Bay, and then Chicago. Pulling I, up I think if Aaron year. Jones stays healthy, he's going to be he, he's one of my favorite players this year. If, if he stays on the field, he's got to be more involved, right? He's got to be in that passing game. You don't think so, Chris? You're no, I'm going to let Adam go. I feel like we've been cutting off Adam, and I want I want to hear what that's because like, we, we have no we idea he's there. We have no idea when Adam will be back, so we yeah. need to cherish the moments while he's here. That's <laughs> right. So. Cherish it. Uh, going back to Minnesota, under nine and a half for sure. Great, but dude, Green Bay is winning the division until until proven otherwise. Aaron Rodgers is still there; they still have weapons. Um, it might be a different, more balanced offense this year, but if they go ground and pound, they've got Dylan, they've got Aaron Jones, and I'm pretty sure they've got by far the best defense in the NFC North. So, as much as I hate to say it, I mean they're not overtaking. The Lions aren't overtaking them. I don't think Minnesota has the the defense to keep up with them. I think they win the division pretty easily. I like uh, I like Aaron Jones a lot in fantasy this year. I think I wouldn't even be I wouldn't feel bad about taking him like late first round, early second around that turn within a couple picks there because uh, yeah yeah it opens up a lot. He's shown he can score touchdowns, and that's not a skill that should be taken lightly in the NFL. And now we have Devonte Adams leaving. He's ten to fifteen touchdowns every single year. So for sure. I've been uh, doing some mock drafting out of the eight spot because my uh, the one league that they've announced what we're drafting from, I'm in the eight spot. And so I've I've uh, just been playing around with that and just kind of skipping over that top group of backs and um, taking wide receiver number one. And I've been getting a lot of A.J. Jones or A.J. Jones, Aaron Jones and um, Barkley. And I'm pretty happy with that. I, I think Barkley's going to have a bounce back here, too. So I, I, I've been kind of digging, snagging jones where i've been able to chris you were shaking your heads at our jones love 
No, I mean, why? Why do you think Aaron Jones is going to be anything different than he's already been? Like, like, what's different about this year than any other year? I feel like this is like something that you people try and will into existence uh, every single year. I, I feel like I've been one of those people in past years, and I'm just not going to buy it. I mean, every every defense in this division is terrible, uh, Packers included. Uh, so you know, somebody is going to emerge from it, or maybe they won't. Maybe it'll just be a this could just be a bad division. Um, you know, we maybe maybe we do see Minnesota win the division with like nine wins, and everybody else is just bad. This could be like an NFC East, uh, you know, from two years ago say, type of situation. We, say, could we see a division winner with a losing record? I don't. I don't think it goes that far. I mean, they are playing. They play. They play a pretty weak schedule, uh, you know, across the board. And so, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, if if they're bad enough that they can't capitalize on some of those bad teams. Um, Man, that's that's going to be rough for them. But I mean, like, look. So we've got the AFC East, and Green Bay plays them. They have, I, I think, uh, a little bit more favorable schedule. But you know, they play the Titans. But yeah, they also play like the Rams. Um, I think this team at ten and a half. This is one that I'd be willing to to wager on the under on. I, I don't think that they get to ten wins, um, and I certainly don't think they get to eleven. So I, I think I'm taking the under here. Let me try to sway you on Aaron Jones. Let's talk about last year with Aaron Jones. 15 targets in the red zone last year, second most in the NFL by a running back. 5.4 yards average carry on first down since 2020, best in the NFL in the last two years. 7.5 yards from scrimmage per touch on third down since 2020, best of all qualified running backs. The guy puts up numbers. He puts up numbers, and I love being able to take him in the you know mid-second, late-second round. Third but he's not he, the he, he, there's one number that he doesn't put up mm-hmm. and that's the bulk volume that you need where he is being drafted at uh aj Dillon uh is just going to get a ton of attempts he's going to be involved a lot more so if you're looking at a guy that's going to be involved more in this offense it's going to be aj Dillon than what we've seen it's not going to be aaron jones and it doesn't mean i want to take aj Dillon in the first or second round but i certainly don't want to take anybody from this backfield in the first and second round mm-hmm. um I think AJ Dillon uh, is probably the guy that ends up, you know, creating some type of value given his ADP. But uh, yeah, I think he's just going to take so much away from Aaron Jones. Um, I so think that, Jones gets involved point. in the passing game more. I think he he makes up some touches. I mean, the guy is one of only like nine running backs to average just shy of a hundred um, yards of scrimmage per game every game for the last three years. So he's just solid, man. He's a solid guy. And I like him where I'm getting them in the drafts. Yeah, but he's just never been used like that. Um, Like his talent's undeniable. We've all known that. Everybody knows it. Everybody talks about it. But like, how is he going to get 20 touches a game? He's not. He never has. And he probably never will. Unless A.J. Dillon gets hurt. Fair. Fair. I hear you. I disagree, but I hear you. (laughs) Adam, pick a division. Where do you want to go? Uh, let's go AFC North. AFC East. North. AFC East. AFC East. Which let's go North. Like? Stick with North. Let's go North North. Let's north, go North North. North North. You want to start with the Steelers? Let's start with the Steelers. Who's starting the quarterback? Is it Trubisky for the Steelers? Uh maybe. Maybe. I think that's one of the Game ones that's one. really kind of still up in the air. I I haven't been watching a lot of uh preseason reports on the quarterback battles. Anybody? Anybody got some insight there? 
I haven't heard anything on the Steelers. The only the only one that I've heard confirmed is Baker and Carolina. Yeah, Baker and Carolina, but they've got they've got some talent. I mean, George Pickens is apparently lighting the world on fire in camp and in preseason. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Deontay and Najee Harris and who's the big dude? Claypool. They got some offensive talent. Our defense will be fine, but it just doesn't feel like an offense that's going to be very exciting. Yeah, I guess it depends on who's at quarterback and what kind of scheme they play. Um, last year, they had nine wins. They're only at Vegas right now at 7.5. Is that just the Mitch Trubisky effect? Yeah, probably the uncertainty of not having been there anymore, but he wasn't much in his later years. I'd be tempted to take the over, even though it's a damn good division this year. So like, Cleveland's not going to have Deshaun for the first 11 games. You know, Mitch was the darling of, of um, you know, the talk of the trades over the offseason because of, you know, sitting behind Josh Allen and the Bills and learning that system and how much they praised him. Um, was that just hype to get him traded, to get more value for him? Or do you actually see Mitch Trubisky being able to, um, you know, get something done in Pittsburgh, Mark? <sighs> You know, it's a tough one because I, I actually think Trubisky fits Buffalo's scheme better, but Tomlinson is a ground-and-pound type of coach unless they're going to change the system for him. If they do, I Trubisky can run the ball. He can throw short. Um, he's got good receiving running backs, and as Adam pointed out, he's got a couple really good big receivers that he can get the ball to um, if he's the starting quarterback, if he doesn't get beat out by Rudolph. So... Uh, I don't know. I I haven't heard much about what system they're going to run. If it's a system they ran, ran under Ben, I don't see him being successful. If they modify it to more of a Bills offense with Trubinsky, I yeah, they could easily win seven, eight games. So Harris, Chris, was just like the darling of the second half of the season. Dude just put up points. Um, was that just literally like – Big Ben running out of steam and just shoveling it off over and over and over again, or is there some reality to his talent? Well, I think the Harris's production was just a, a byproduct of everything that you want Aaron Jones's uh, workload to look like. Um, and Perfect. The rea- you know, the, the reality is that's going to continue. So he's going to put up points and he's going to be fantasy relevant. Um, the problem is like the offensive line was bad. The team's bad. I think the team will continue to be bad. Um, I think they're a couple of years away from, you know, putting something else together uh, and, and competing again. This is a tough division at this point. Yeah. You know, Deshaun's out for the first 11 games, but the the Steelers play Cleveland to close out the season. So they'll get the Deshaun Watson and Cleveland Browns uh, probably maybe in shambles. Who knows? It's the last game of the season. Nah, man. Um, they're, they're bringing in Jimmy grapes and that team will be like 12 and five going into that game. Look, if they are, look, <laughs> hey, if they are, uh, Pittsburgh's probably like five and 12. So uh, I like the under. I think that this is a little bit closer. So this is one I wouldn't bet. I think the Green Bay and Detroit one so far are the only ones that I feel uh, comfortably under or over. This one, I, I have them like right at that seven, eight mark. Yeah. They've got some easy games. You know, they play the Falcons, they play. Uh, the Jets, Dolphins, uh, as you can tell, like I, I basically am just thinking everybody's going to beat the Dolphins. You know, they made some big 
big moves and we'll eventually get to them. But apparently, yeah, but Hill, I'm, apparently I'm writing them off. I guess. But Tyreek Hill says that Tua throws the most beautiful, accurate ball he's ever been thrown in his career. No, no, no. no. That was that was the, the coach. Uh, it's, the, <laughs> it's the most catchable ball that he's ever seen. Um, holy shit that guy is uh to to tie it tie up uh pittsburgh real quick um i've been kind of doing some mock drafts and it seems pat fryermuth is is kind of being drafted as that back end tight end one between tight end like eight and ten quite frequently i think it's a little high i think you look Mm. at his how he finished last year and how he was used in the red zone uh i mean he he was tied for the most red zone looks at the last half of the season um but i think that was a a a product of where Ben's capabilities were and where he found his strengths at the end of the year. And he's not there anymore. And I just don't know if I can put Pat Fryermuth in that tight end one category. I think I got a pass on him. I would agree. No. So I just noticed that I did about five or six um, mock drafts last night. And I just, every time I saw him go, I was just shocked that he was going so early. All right. Where else are we going? We're going to skip right into Cleveland. Let's, Let's skip right it. into Cleveland. All right, what do we got Cleveland at? Of course, this has been pretty volatile with quarterback news and probably not going to end soon. I wouldn't be shocked if there was a signing by Cleveland um, of somebody of maybe a Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he desperately needs to get that um, salary off of the 49ers books, in my opinion, as a 49ers fan. So I would love to see that. Um but let's take a look at it. So they finished with 10 wins last year. Vegas has them at eight and a half right now. Um, barring them bringing anybody in with who they have right now at quarterback. I don't know about eight and a half. It's real tough because they have freaking talent. They bring in Cooper. They still have Chubb and Hunt. They've got a great backfield. Oh, yeah, but they have a ball. They, they have a tough schedule too. I mean, really look, they have a couple. Schedule. I mean, they have a couple easy ones in those first eleven. They got the Panthers, Jets, and Falcons. Those should all be you know games that they win. But you know, looking at like where they're at, like are they? What if they lose one of those? What if they lose two of those? Uh, actually, their first four games like really couldn't be uh, any better of a, a, a stretch. Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons—all probably bad teams. Like. They need to go two and two there to kind of hit this over. Uh, three and one is ideal. Four and zero oh is obviously good. I didn't know if you guys were aware. Four and zero oh is a good start. Uh, but then they run into like uh, like a demoralizing run of teams. They've got the Chargers. Um, that's at home at least. They got the Patriots at home. They got to go to Baltimore. Then they play the Bengals, and then you know they get the Dolphins, Bills, and Bucks to kind of finish that out. Like. Uh, you know, before Deshaun comes back, this team probably, you know, maybe only has three or four wins. And then after he comes back, yeah, they have the Texans games, but then you have at the Bengals, the Ravens, and then you close it off with another easy three games, Saints, Commanders, and Steelers. Um, I think that just the uncertainty in this team and everything that goes around it, I'm just going to take the under on it. Like, I think that they maybe lose the Panthers. There's obviously a big buildup in that game, right? Like that's a Baker Mayfield, uh, playing against Cleveland, it's in uh, it's in Carolina, wherever they play, somewhere in one of those two states. Charlotte, I think it's like Charlotte or something. So, like the North Carolina Panthers, let's just call them the North Carolina Panthers. Let's do that. Um, I mean, you know, look, I don't know. Maybe Joe Flacco's got something for the Jets. Maybe Zach Wilson is back. Maybe they lose those games. Maybe you guys are right. Mitch Trubisky's like 
the dude, and they're 0-3. Like, if they're 0-3 after that first three games, the season's done. I just I, – I don't know. I mean, Adam, come on, man. Jacoby Brissett, Josh Rosen. It doesn't excite you, that's for sure. I think Brissett's probably the more trustable quarterback, I guess. But Sure. I mean, I he's know. been around, right? I mean, he once worked under Belichick. Is that a bonus? I don't know. It could be. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was like very mediocre when he came in for Indy, and I mean, everyone's gonna, every team is gonna be stacking the box against this squad. I don't think, I don't think Brissett scares you, even with Amari Cooper coming in. He's not gonna hit you over the top. Um, I mean, they've got excellent tight ends. That, I mean, really good tight ends. Maybe the best tight end squad in football. Really, and Joku and Harrison Brown. Who do you yeah, like? Yeah, they're really good. Joku's good. I don't know about. Best in football, but I mean, their defense. <laughs> I'm trying to find positives here. Their defense and running game should keep them in game. So if Brissett can do his job and just manage the game, it shouldn't be any worse than 500 or a game below when Deshaun comes back. But with that being said, I'm still taking, I'm still taking the under. You still have to believe yeah. that. I mean, their defense is good, right? And if if they can keep the running game at least going, they can go 500 for that first 10 games. But, yeah, I just but acting like Deshaun's going to come back and be the the answer when he hasn't played football in two full seasons is not it's just not realistic. I mean, he's probably pretty relaxed, dude. He's been getting you know massages on a regular basis. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mark, what do you think here, man? I don't, I don't know, man. I eight, I, eight and a half. I, I, if they don't bring a quarterback in, I think it's an easy under. I, I think that seven and eight win is where it's at. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And I think I think this is the under uh like you said, unless they bring in another quarterback. I I don't see where this team with their current roster is gonna be able to keep up with the other teams. They bring so, in Jimmy Grapes though, they're going undefeated for eleven games, just saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but no, I need to believe <laughs> that. So somebody will take him, please. Somebody take Jimmy I'm Grapes. surprised the Jets haven't gotten him. That's where I think he would go, but I guess uh that injury isn't as bad as everybody thought. Right. All right. Uh, we got a question here on Facebook. CJ DeSimone. What up, fellas? How are we feeling about Zach Wilson? And when do you think he'll be back? Yeah, right on cue. Right on cue as we're talking about the Jets. I don't think that they, they haven't really mentioned that they feel it's too serious. I mean... Chris, you're on the Twitterverse more than I am. You, you heard it. I mean, I he's going to miss a game. I thought it was just like two to, two to four weeks. So, yeah, yeah maybe misses like a too. I still don't think, like, and we'll get to the Jets, but I don't think the Jets are going to be very good. So, um, I think I have them at, like, five wins or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not super excited about them. They're, they're over-under is five and a half. I mean, they're going to be better than last year, but that's a given. They were awful last year. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm sorry, CJ. I wish we could be more optimistic about your Jets, but I don't know that we are. Um, well, no, he's asking about Zach Wilson, and I don't think Zach Wilson no. is going to be great. I mean, he's a good QB two that you can pick up late, but I, if you're rostering two QBs, but um, I don't even think that's necessary. Like, let somebody else take him, or just let him sit on waivers. Yeah, even in the two QB league, I don't know that I want him to be QB two. I wouldn't mind having him in the third spot. I mean. They've, they've got some talent on that team if they could put an offensive line together. Anyways, all right, who's next? Where are we going? Baltimore. Where are we going? Let's talk about Baltimore. 
All right. Baltimore's got some hype coming in. Um, they finished uh, eight wins last season, but they have an over-under of 10 and a half. Um, there's only two teams with a higher over-under than 10 and a half. So Vegas is high on them. Is that fair due, Adam? Yeah, we just talked about how Cleveland's not going to have Deshaun Watson for 11 games. We got Pittsburgh no longer has Big Ben. We got I think it's just it's just right there for the taking. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but they've won like 24 straight preseason games. So obviously they they're rolling right into the regular season. Rolling. But <laughs> no, and I'll and I'll honestly and sincerity, I think they are the class of this division. I think Lamar's <laughs> going to be motivated to have a big year and earn that contract. Um, they lost Hollywood Brown, but they still have a decent passing game. And J.K. Dobbins should spark the running game a little bit. And uh, yeah, I think they I think they win the division by a couple games and are able to rest some starters in week 16, 17. So give me the over. I think some people are going to forget how good that running game looked when Dobbins was healthy and, um, you know, Lamar was healthy. It was crazy good. Mark, what do you think about that situation? Yeah, I, I think that number is accurate. This will be another one that I probably pass on betting on, just kind of checking out their schedule. And I complete with, completely agree with you, Danger, is that, Last year, they were just hurt up and down, especially in that running game. Looking at their schedule, they, they open up pretty weak with the Jets and Dolphins, and then they run into a stretch of Patriots, Bills, Bengals. But then they come right back to Giants, Browns. Yeah, I think the thing teams. that you, you have to point out, though, there, like we're maybe and, – and I did the same thing. Uh, like you're like, okay, the Patriots are like – a good team, right? Like they're not a great team, but they're a good team. But yeah. they're they only look better because they're coming off of the Jets Dolphins, right? It's like, oh, we're going <laughs> from Jets Dolphins. Well, Patriots completely different. Um, I, I think that's a winnable game. They get the Bills and Bengals both at home. They win one of those games. They're probably five, maybe six and one going into is that how many games that they play? Yeah, six and one playing the Bucks. Uh, let's say they lose that game because they're in Tampa. Now they're six and two. They win their next three. They're nine and two. They beat the Broncos at home, ten and two. Win eleven against the Steelers. It's a close game. Then you know they have the Falcons, Steelers again. I mean, I, I think they get to twelve wins. Yeah, provided Lamar stays healthy. That's right. Like if you're betting the under, and it's a good under to bet. Um, I mean, most unders and props and win totals, especially when it's revolving around one player, a team revolves around one player, their quarterback so much. Betting the under, if he gets hurt at some point in the middle of the season, early in the season, this 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 total is toast. And that's why you like bet unders on like a lot of like running backs and stuff like that, just because unders hit more often than overs sure. and injuries can't be factored into those. Because if injuries are factored in, then the overs are going to hit all the time. So right. uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that this one's a, a smash but, over. But here's the deal, man. Like Tyler Huntley like looked great in relief of Lamar Jackson until he got hurt. I mean, they didn't have to change the offense at all. I mean, he's he's a little you know more frail than Lamar. He can't take the hits, but he had a good arm. He was mobile. He ran. But they you're still not. It. You're not a. Yeah, but you're not a 12 win team with with Huntley. That's the thing. You're more like an eight. Sure. Or nine. But let's say Lamar makes the first 10 games, gets hurt. Well, that's what I said. Eight, Early or middle two. of the season, 10, right. 10 games is like the end of the season. It's, it's getting there. It's past the halfway point. Yeah. Nope. I like the over here. 
All right, who's left? We got Indianapolis. Can um, the aging Matt Ryan um, come in and have one more good year? That's not one that's not who we have, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're talking about Cincinnati. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped over Cincinnati. My bad. Sorry, Chris. God, don't yell at me. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, okay. Cincinnati Bengals. I'm actually kind of surprised here, guys. Nine and a half on the win total for them. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, where are they? I, I don't. They went to the damn Super Bowl. Are they just really counting on the Super Bowl hangover here? I mean, they've got one of the best young quarterbacks, one of the best young receivers. They've got a hell of a good receiving core behind him. They've got Joe Mixon, who was RB1 last year. Right, Chris? Uh, he was an RB1, yeah. Yeah, baby. Um, we were the we were the Joe Mixon truthers last year. I had him in three out of four of my big money leagues. So, um, I don't know where they're getting this nine and a half from. I think they're a better team than Baltimore. Um, I, I like them a lot. I, I think nine and a half is, is, is an easy smash over, and I don't know that there's much to discuss about it. Yeah, I'm just kind of pulling up the schedule here, and I'm not seeing anything. I don't see where their schedule is incredibly difficult. So, no. Even looking at their schedule, yeah, this to me is an over. Yeah, I mean, obviously, unless Joe Mixon goes down. I mean, their line can't get worse. So. So, I mean, I guess here's the, the – sorry, I'm like multitasking, doing You're a fine. couple other things. Okay. Um, I think the thing that you have to look at with Cincinnati is you think Cincinnati is going to get better, but, like, everything fell in place for Cincinnati last year. Sure. I mean, outside of, like, their offensive line, but, like, you know, all of their pieces stayed healthy. Like, yep. it was a – Magic like, a, a perfect season for them. And, you know, we like to think of those teams like being able to repeat that because, like, why wouldn't they? But, you know, think of teams like the Philadelphia Eagles from a couple of years ago when mm-hmm. they won the Super Bowl. That was a team where everything fell in place. Like, they just – they flip heads every single time, and that's not the way that it works in the NFL. So, uh, Cincinnati at nine and – wait, what, nine and a half? Like, I missed that part. Yeah, like – Yeah, nine and, and a half. Like, okay, yeah, it's like, that's what I'm saying. There. Like, they don't, they don't even have to make the playoffs to hit the over at 10. I'm just saying. I, it's just – I it's ridiculous. I don't – that's a silly over-under for me. Uh, I feel like you got to bet on talent there. They definitely have plenty of offensive firepower. Burrow, you can't you, you, you can't figure he takes a step back after last year. He was coming off a pretty serious injury from his rookie year into last year and kind of started off slow out of the gates. They kind of eased him in. Like, their, their offensive talent alone, you figure Jamar Chase might take a step forward too. T. Higgins is great. I don't know. I, I don't see how you can – that's a that's a strange over under. It almost feels like you're getting you're getting trapped into it because everyone's looking at the Super Bowl loser and thinking these guys should easily win ten plus games, especially with a seventeen game season. But it almost feels like a trap. Like Vegas is baiting you into this one. I don't. I don't know. Let's move on. Let's keep going. Let's let's go, please, to the Indianapolis Colts. Can we go there now? Is it okay now? Now that I didn't skip another team. Well, okay, so we're going to the AFC South then. Yes, we're going to go to the South. Let's go South. Let's talk Indianapolis. Let's talk Matt Ryan. Um, I mean, that offense is pretty good. The defense is pretty good. What do you what What do you think the over under is, Adam? Pick. What do you think? What do you think the over under is? Uh, I would guess somewhere around ten. Nine and a half. Nine and a half on the dot, my friend. There you go. Um, I haven't looked at their schedule yet. Anybody got their schedule pulled up? 
Yeah, I do. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, we're talking to Colts. So they open up the ta- uh, at the Texans, at the Jags. They should win both of those games. They should go 2-0. and Those are road games. They are difficult. So let's just assume they go 1-1. One and one. Um, I think that they can very easily go 2-0 and there. Let's say, though, that they lose to the Chiefs at home, but they go ahead and beat the Titans at home. Like the Titans game, like that's at home. They should win that. They go to the Broncos. They're going to lose that game, right? So then they play the Jags again. We're going to give them that game. Now they're 3-3. Three and three. They're going to beat the Titans again. They're going to beat the Commanders at home. Now that's five wins. Let's say they lose to the Patriots. They lose to the Raiders. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Steelers. They beat the Cowboys. They lose to the Vikings, uh, lose to the Chargers, beat the Giants, beat the Texans. I think that puts them right at nine, nine, ten, somewhere in that range. I, I, I like this. I, if I had to, if I had to, you know, uh, you were, you were tickling me, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing unless I made a bet. You know, don't want to use, you know, gun violence is terrible. Let's not use a gun to the head. Let's just say you're tickling somebody, yeah. right? Uh, I would worse. say over, but I'm not. I'm not betting this one. I'm not betting it at all. <laughs> right, Mark. Do you think that Jonathan Taylor continues to dominate? Is anybody stopping that man? Yeah, no. I, I, I think he does dominate. I think he's still the. He's the top running back this year. They still have a great offensive line. They still like to run the ball. Mm-hmm. I think they'll actually, with Matt Ryan there, dump it off to Jonathan Taylor even more than they did last year. Maybe. I mean, um, I, I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan, but he's got to be better than anything they fielded last year as a quarterback. Yeah, I just – I think he's – his arm is done for anything deep, so he's going to be throwing short and medium, and that benefits the running backs and the tight ends. So um, I, I agree, Chris. I don't think I'm – I'm not going to bet this at all. It could go either way. Um, I kind of feel like it should go under, so I'm just going to avoid betting it. Adam, I feel like last year, every time we put um, Pittman in a DFS lineman, he just like fell flat. He definitely fell flat. I don't really want to think back to those things. I'm trying to be positive <laughs> and look forward here. Uh, the one, the one negative I would say is they play the AFC West, so they're at Denver, at the Vegas Raiders, and then they play the Charger. Like that's kind that's of tough. a tough. That's a tough uh, division to play against. Um, so I don't know. That's that's going to be one and two at best in my eyes. Um, right. Those are three really good teams, and then the divisions. I just expect Tennessee to take a step back. So I, it's hard to confidently yeah. say definitely ten wins are over, but I could I could see this team getting on a roll. Their defense returns a lot of great players. Yeah, their offensive line and their strength is going to be Jonathan Taylor, and I think Matt Ryan's a definite upgrade over Carson Wentz and whoever Absolutely. else they threw out there. I'm going to give Matt Ryan the benefit of the doubt, right? He has played for a team that has been in utter shambles for the last few years with zero defense, with no line, with no help, just getting his ass kicked and then not getting a rest at all. Uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's got a good offensive line and a defense that will slow the game down and will let him play a more controlled pace game um, that will maybe make his arm last past the seventh or eighth week. I'm with Chris, though. If if forced into a tickle-induced answer to this one, I would have to say over. All right, let's keep moving. Let's go to the Look, Denver. Hey, uh, I want to answer a question that you said, though, Danger. Yes. You asked it to Mark. I'm going to answer it. Uh, do you have the first or second overall pick in any of your fantasy drafts? Uh, not that I've seen yet. There's only one 
um, draft that I, that is left that is a random order. And if you get Jonathan Taylor, yes, you are the one man that could stop him. Yes, no, I'm the cooler. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. You know, you just ask if we can stop him. There it is. Yeah. So so far so good. So far so good. I could do it. Yeah, actually, I uh, have had a couple of very amazing seasons in seasonal NFL. It has been um, a, a blessing the last couple of years. But I tell you, um, yes, when I get the number one or two pick, that person is guaranteed going down. So you better hope I'm at the back of the draft, people. Just saying. All right, let's talk about the Denver um, Broncos. I'm a little surprised that they have them up at 10 and a half with all these other teams that I'm seeing at nine and a half. I'm a little surprised they're at 10 and a half. It, does Russell Wilson make them that much better? So are we uh, just like off the rails on like divisions at this point? I, I, look, we just talked about Denver. Now I want to go to Denver because we're going to run out of time here. And I just wanted to go to Denver. So okay, that's we're fine. going that's west. Fine. All right. I okay. want to talk about Russell Wilson. I want to talk about some spots in these mock drafts where it's been at, like every draft is different, whether Judy or Sutton goes first. Do you have an inkling to either one of them, Chris? Uh, I think Sutton uh, is the guy that you want. They're literally um, like ranked back to back. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit. I think Sutton more profiles like the guys that uh, you know Russ has done well with in the past in terms of being able to throw a deep ball. But like, look, this team at ten and a half. I don't know, man. Seems uh, seems a little lofty. Like this team sucked. I mean, if they gave up on the fact that Melvin. Gordon should be retired and just gave the ball to Devontae Williams. We could see 10 and a half, but they're not going to well, do that again, are they? Look, they play in a really difficult division. Like, let's take a look at this. So they play the Seahawks. Let's chalk they're in Seattle. Let's just chalk that up to a win, right? Like they get that win. They get the, the Texans win. They start the season. They're two and oh. Everybody is like, man, this is great. We are Russ is cooking. So smart. Uh, then they lose to the 49ers, then they lose to the Raiders, and they lose to the Colts, and they lose to the Chargers. They come back, uh, pick up two more wins, Jets and Jags. They beat the Titans, so now they have five. Maybe they lose to the Raiders again, beat the Panthers six, then they lose their next three games. Maybe they beat the Cardinals. It just depends on whether or not it's a double XP weekend in Call of Duty for Kyler. Lose to Rams, Chargers. Like, this is. This is a very comfortable, like this is one I will take the under on. And I would, I would, I have, this is probably my favorite under out of all the ones we've talked about. This and the Lions. And I think the Lions to win the division. I like that too. Um, again, just because you're getting plus money on something like that. You're blocking your money up for like four or five months. You might as well, you know, get paid for it at the end. This is one that I would put like two or three units on Denver under. I'm way under on this. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm way under on this. I, as Chris pointed out, the schedule is a lot tougher than I think people give it credit for. And I'm not sold that Russell Wilson jumps them, you know, another four or five wins. Look, he's he's got he's got a new coach. He's got a new system. The first time in his NFL career, really. Uh, he's got switching over to the AFC. He's playing all unfamiliar opponents. He's playing in Denver. It's not just going to be, hey, look, it's Russ. We're going to let him throw the ball, and he's going to give us pure Russ numbers. It's, it's it, it can't be. I don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't yeah. see it. Adam, what do you think about these Denver Broncos? I do think they're a little. Uh, I think we're in unison here. They're a little over overrated, especially considering the the division they play. And I expect Oakland will take. Sorry, Vegas will take a step forward. 
Um, I think the Chargers will take a step forward. You know, Herbert coming into year three is he could just be unleashed on the league and and really be special. Um, and then obviously you got you got KC. So I think they're at best the third best team in the division, and they might not be that. So I, w- I would have to go under. Just I think if they went two and four in in division, I'd be surprised. And like like we said, the rest of their schedule isn't all that easy. So. I'm going under two, even though I'm sure their offense will be improved. I just don't see them being better than other teams in their division. I think that's the big thing. You pointed it out. Like this division makes it really difficult to, whether you're home or on the road, like you're playing three teams that should be like mega good. Like the Chargers last year, like best offense in the league, uh, but their defense sucked. That defense is going to be better. Um, And it's, you know, it's Taylor fit to stop some of these passing games that they have in this division. And so you're improving your passing game in Denver, but like that defense is tailored fit to uh, stop that type of team. Same thing in, um, same thing in Vegas. Like the, both of these teams are, are, are built around beating Kansas city. Now, if Denver is getting better in that same area, like that doesn't bode well for them. Uh, so these three other teams, like, I, I don't know, like, do they get, three wins against these teams i don't think that they do i think that they're clearly the worst team in this this division and barring some type of major injuries uh they finished last in this division and uh people are disappointed like russ is a good pickup but sure I, I not, not your run they got to get rid of gordon they got to give javante the ball they got to get you know they got to get a rhythm and figure out where who they are all right sorry for skipping around there i just wanted to get to denver before i go um hey guys uh it's been a lot of fun but before we wrap it up we're gonna try to keep this you know in the next seven minutes close it down we have adam we never have adam we're happy to have adam what are your thoughts buddy at the end of this pga we got the last real action going on this weekend where's your money at buddy come on where's your money at are you been too busy with your uh, golf to put anything down wow curveball no actually i've been doing quite well with the golf betting lately um not as much action on DraftKings DFS, but I, I, I guess I'm still sticking with shot with uh, Shuffler. He's got a two shot lead going to the day. Sorry, you threw me a curveball there. I'm I know like, you yeah, didn't know I was going to go there. Which cam I'm am I thinking, putting money on? Which cam? Uh, There's cam only Smith. only one cam. Yeah, Cam Smith is the option, um, and he's not a bad option. He's I just saw a stat today. He's He's making birdie on like 38% of his greens regulation this year, the highest recorded since 1980 when that stat began being recorded. Uh, I don't know. That seems like a decent bet to me. He can he can certainly chase down. We saw that on Sunday with uh, with him at the at the British. So, yeah, one last little parting fu to the PGA Tour before he goes to live. I can see yeah. it. <laughs> Go with Cam, but no, I'm, yes. it's hard not to bet on Shuffler. He's and, front and runner. And, you put out a cheat sheet for this this week. Who who are your picks? Tell me. Tell yeah, me so um, I ran I ran some uh, some analysis, and uh, with this uh, with this structure, I wanted to see how far how far down you could go that someone could catch Shuffler at the top, right? So he's starting at minus ten. Um, the furthest down you can go is Rory. So Rory's at minus four, six, six shot deficit. And just to state how hard this is, everybody above Rory has to do exactly average and Rory has to gain 12 strokes to win the game. 
to win the match. And Roy has done that three times this season. So it's possible, right. but right. it's a long shot. So if I'm going to bet a long shot, it's going to be it's going to be Rory to take it. And then realistically, if you're coming from a DraftKings kind of situation, you're going to want to hit those guys that are in that minus five, minus six range. They have a chance to actually get up into the top and challenge uh, Scheffler. But really, if you look at it, it's going to be Scheffler or Cantley. Um, they they would have to like lose eight strokes for the tournament in order to lose it word fair enough man well i really appreciate it and uh chris i know that you have uh been an absolute stud in the esports world for many many years now and i'm not just talking physically thank you yes physically <laughs> um what's that's going impressive on too. what's what's going on in the esports world man i don't follow anymore so where are we at in the season and what's going on with them and uh, we're in playoffs right now, and then EU Masters are in a play-in. So uh, tomorrow is the last day of like the play-in groups. Uh, there's like 24 bets that you can make on singular games. I, you know, take a little uh, some action on some of the dogs. There was a a big favorite that went 0 and 3 today that you got rich if you were betting against. And look, if you know me, I was saying JDXL were a bunch of frauds anyway. So uh, I won some of that money. It was super good. You can catch me in the eSports department Discord, in the Pater Discord, or a couple other places. So uh, you can DM, DM me on Twitter if you uh, if you want invites. Yeah, to his handle's right there, my friends, at D4U. There is no better eSports content out there. I don't know about winning content, but entertaining content. That's yeah, man, look, Shark Cove will probably be back next week. I think EU Masters, the actual groups will be in. And so uh, I'll be running some Shark Cove, Tink Top Tuesday, Full Effect, Tink Top Thursday, you know, all the good things that go on in the Shark Cove. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to figure something out because it happens at 9 o'clock uh, during the week. So Wednesday might be a Shark Cove night. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I dig it. I got to do my final shout outs and we'll get out of here. Uh, of course, this is Draft for Upside. We do all the sports. We'll be here every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for the most part. I won't be here the next two weeks. I apologize. So somebody's got to come hang out with Mark. Maybe we can talk Adam into it. Um, but after that, we'll be here every Wednesday night of the NFL season and beyond, perhaps. Um, and you can um, also catch our production company, ilogicmedia.com. We've got all kinds of great podcasts spanning all kinds of different genres over there with some new stuff starting now that summer is coming to an end, including maybe Mark Hates Everything. Maybe. 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 Keep trying to talk him in. We'll see it. how much time we have. That's right. Uh, and, of course, our new broadcast partners, we really appreciate the cross-promoting with our friends over at the Sports Empire Network. Thanks for letting us broadcast over there. And uh, make sure you go check out the rest of their sports content. They are killing the game over there. I appreciate it, guys. Don't forget to check out patreon.com slash draft for upside for a free premium discord uh, to get your draft set, get your start sets draft, uh, you know, start sit, bounce back and forth between us and uh, your waivers. You can get that for free all the way to October 1st if you sign up now. Appreciate you guys. Y'all have a very good night. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. Later.